Have you ever considered that you have the capacity and the potential to change the world, to make a substantive difference in the lives of individuals around you? What does it mean to be a difference maker? What does it mean to affect your environment and to transform the culture of which you're a part? That's what we're talking about today. And I can't wait to do this with you. Welcome to the Strategic Living Podcast, a program dedicated to helping you achieve personal healing, discover your strategic purpose, and lead with maximum impact. Our goal is to challenge your thinking, expand your vision, and awaken the strategic influencer in you. We're glad you've joined us. Now, here is your next level mentor and coach and the host of the Strategic Living Podcast, Brian Holmes. Welcome, everyone, to the program today. This is episode number 340, and it is great to have you with us on the program. So what's the big deal about influence anyway? That's what we're talking about. We've been talking for several weeks now on relationships and doing life together and the power of changing cultures. You hear me talk about the concept of influence on this program and with our Monday Mastery videos and our blog post all the time. My company's name is Strategic Influencers. I chose that name because I felt like, frankly, it represented very well who we are and what we're about. Our mission is to train, to equip, to activate people just like you, leaders and influencers who have the capacity to fundamentally impact all areas of culture, all areas of society. I think you would agree with me that our world is in desperate need of principle-centered leadership. Where are the voices of reason? Where are the men and the women who are standing up for rightness? A biblical term would be righteousness. Where are the individuals that are coming to the table with real solutions based on grounded values and principled uh, areas of consideration? My gosh, So many things happening in our world, and we are desperately in need of strategic influencers. In fact, I believe we need an army of strategic influencers who make a positive difference in the world, which, by the way, translates to generational change and generational uh, good. So what is the big deal about influence, Brian? Well, it's simple, really. Influence is always happening in every area, in every arena. The question is not, is influence taking place? The question is, who is it that is appropriating or rendering the influence on a particular area? Make no mistake about it. Someone who has an agenda, 
is about the business of changing the culture. The real question is, will it be you? Will it be me? Or are we going to be just passive spectators in the game of life? I want to talk about this today. I want to share with you my heart concerning influence and why it is so important. But before we do, I want to ask you to pay attention to this very special announcement concerning an event that we have coming up very, very soon, and you will not want to miss this. Not too long ago, we brought to you the Maximum Impact Workshop. This is a workshop about helping you to define and identify your core difference-making message, how to leverage that message, how to bring it to the world in the form of keynote presentations or seminars or webinars or workshops or just living room conversations. Well, now I want to help you take that to another level. I get asked all the time, Brian, how do you publish a book? How do you take your ideas and your message and the things that you care about and put them out there in a way that people can read them and access them on their own? Well, on June 21st, I'm going to bring to you a one-day workshop here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. We're going to be training you on my proven process of formulating your big ideas taking your difference-making messages and translating that into published books and well-produced products where you can proliferate and bring that message to a wider audience of people. We will also do a couple of sessions on creating digital and physical products such as audios and videos and even online courses. The overarching idea for this event is to help you leverage your message Publish your first book, establish your authority in your space, and help you get your message in front of more people. I trust that you'll join us for this event June 21st. If you want to find out more about this, go to brianholmes.com forward slash publish. brianholmes.com forward slash publish. I look forward to seeing you at the event on June 21st. deal about influence anyway, Brian. Well, let's start with a primer on what we refer to around here as the seven spheres of cultural influence. Say, Brian, I've never heard of that before in my life. Well, we have other podcast episodes where we reference this and talk about it a little bit, but I want to dive a little deeper today. Uh, In in the church or religious culture, you're going to find this referred to uh, many times as the seven cultural mountains. But we're talking about the seven spheres of cultural influence. For many, many years, sociologists and people who study how cultures and nations are built have recognized that every society is shaped by seven basic areas of function within that society. And here, let me just list these out for you right now, and then we'll start kind of going through them one by one, and we'll talk about why influence matters. 
The seven areas or the seven spheres of cultural influence are number one, religion. Number two, family. Number three, government. Number four, education. Number five, the arts or the entertainment industries. Number six, media or communication. And last, certainly not least, the business sector, the financial world. So let me go through these one more time. Religion, family, government, education, arts and entertainment, media and communication, and then the business and financial sector. Throughout history, if a group of people wanted to fundamentally transform a nation or a generation, they understood clearly that they must come to influence or shape each of those seven areas in order to accomplish their ultimate objective. If you consider each of these, or if you frankly consider any one of them, you'll quickly recognize that in our present day culture, there are voices, there are powers that be, there are influencers operating in each of those areas. And in the context of their role, their function in those areas, they are shaping your beliefs. They are administering or propagating or promoting certain ways of life or certain practices. They are defining for us what is normal, what is acceptable, what is okay. And if you really think about it, religion, family, government, education, arts, entertainment, media communication, business, and finances, these are the, these are the cornerstones. These are the elements that make up any culture anywhere in the world in any given generation. So it stands to reason that if we're going to talk about influence, we have to look at these areas. These are the the arenas within which influence must be administered in order for things to change. So let's break these down one by one a little bit here. Let's first talk about religion. Well, religion is religion all over the world. And, And anyone that knows me knows I might be the least religious Christian or believer you'll ever meet in your life. I'm not super fond of religion. Religion, by definition, really is the search for God. And for those of us who have come to know Christ and have accepted him as our Lord and our Savior, those of us who have decided we're going to go on this quest, we're going to pursue relationship, day-to-day, walking out life with our Creator, with him guiding us and leading us, that's that's kind of my, my worldview and how I operate. Those of us who have decided that, we're not dependent upon religion to get us where we want to go. Uh, Religion tends to be more of a formality, and people do gather together around certain religious beliefs or certain religious dogma, and that's okay, it's it's acceptable, it's part of our culture, etc., but religion is, is and always has been a strong cornerstone of uh, the whole idea of of renaissance or reformation or cultural transformation. All right. So religion plays a big part in this. Uh, We know that many, many years ago, uh, the little tiny nation of England, the United Kingdom, they call it now, 
uh, that little nation decided we're going to fundamentally change the entire world. We're going to colonize other parts of the world. We're going to make them be like us. We're going to bring to them our ways of life. And we're going to shape the cultures in these respective areas around the world to emulate what it is we have become and what we are and what we value. So we know they sent missionaries and teams and and bankers and farmers and everything else to various places. And what did they do? If you think about it, they took, first of all, as their cornerstone, their religion, the Church of England, they took their religion to these nations But it wasn't just religion they utilized to transform a culture. They dealt with family. They established governmental principles and practices. They established schools, their own schools. In fact, I travel to Africa quite a bit and have been there 29 or 30 different times, separate trips in the last 20-so years. And I tell you what, so many African nations were were, used to be uh, ruled by as a British colony. And their, their education system, uh, their, their business and financial sectors are all modeled, their government is all modeled after the British system, many of them minus the, the monarchy. And so you see that religion is the cornerstone. The second thing that you, you look at as far as influence is concerned is family. Now I'm going to get into some stuff here that may, it may uh, inspire some of you and it may make some of you a little bit uncomfortable. But I want you to consider that in the last 10 or 15 years, and I'm going to speak specifically about my country, America, but this is truly happening all over Europe, all over the world, uh, all over Australia, New Zealand. It's it's everywhere. Uh, it's really everywhere. It's prevalent around the world. But over the last 10 or 15 years, there, there are small groups of people, very small in, by way of percentages, that have completely and totally reshaped the idea or the concept of family in our cultures. In fact, the term family has been completely redefined to the point that laws have been changed. The definition of marriage has been redefined. Gender is no longer apparently an issue. It's just everyone is gender neutral. And you, you just, you are whatever you think you are. And it, it just, when you look at all these ideas are based in the idea of family, the concept of family. And so how did this happen? How did this fundamental repositioning of things in the area of family happen? Well, I have a one word answer for you. It's called influence. Let's look at Government. Think about the current news. My gosh, all you have to do is pull up your favorite news network. And uh, I won't even get into what mine are, but you, you've got out there CNN, NBC, MSNBC, Fox News, the BBC. Uh, you've got Al Jazeera, depending on what part of the world you're in. You've got, you've got all these different outlets for uh, news. So all you have to do is turn on the current news and look at how our nation's all over the world, are being transformed before our eyes. In our case, here in America, principles and values that were the foundations for our culture have been eroded, chipped away at, and in my mind have reached now a point of no return. 
As it relates to government, God-given rights are being mitigated now. They're being litigated and mitigated. We're becoming something other than what we were intended to be. Government is now shaping corrupt governments around the world. All these things. How how does how does this this absolute debauchery and this falling apart? How does it happen? Well, guess what? I have another one-word answer for you. Influence. Remember, we're talking about the question, so what's the big deal about influence anyway? Let's look at education. Let's look at that sector of society. Now, this might upset you a little bit, but many of our academic institutions are no longer laboratories for the development of the potential of our young men and our young women. Rather, they have become programming centers for what I would personally consider to be unstable, unrighteous contingencies of people. Just forgive me here, but they're hell-bent on erasing our history and changing our cultural DNA. This is no longer about historical relevance or, or empowerment of people to to grow, to become, to discover. Now it's about let's program you and tell you how to think so that we can push you toward a particular agenda. Again, ladies and gentlemen, influence. Consider the arts and the entertainment industry. Hollywood, Bollywood, Broadway, New York City, Nashville, the music industry, uh, the sports industry, even the online entertainment space such as YouTube and and all these other places, they've all become cesspools of filth and activism and agenda-based programming. I, I don't know that you can turn the radio or the television on or maybe even boot up your phone or your computer without being bombarded with what to believe, how to think, what to wear, who to watch. Again, it is a very intentional, very strategic approach to influence. We are the ones being influenced. Let's talk about media and communication. Well, that's just taking the previous area further. Really, if you think about it, let's consider the news media, social media, uh, the thousands of pundits beaming their noise and their their ideologies and their opinions and their agendas into every nook and cranny of our culture. Young people and old people alike are, quite frankly, they're more attentive to their news feeds on their phone or their Facebook page than they are to their family, to their children. They're They're more concerned about what some stranger thinks about an issue than they are to seek out the truth for themselves in the the safety of counsel, good counsel. Again, we're being reshaped. We're being influenced. We're being basically painted into a corner by way of what's happening around us in these, these seven areas. The last of these sectors is the business and financial markets. Someone once said, he who has the gold makes the rules. Well, I'm going to tell you something. It's very hard to exercise significant influence when you're broke. We have sports 
figures, football players, basketball players, tennis players, and so on, that are, they have a prominent platform, they have lots of money, and they they are positioned, apparently, to offer their opinions and tell us how we should think. Why? Because they have, and they're telling the have-nots how to behave. The entire world revolves around business, around trade, around commerce, around market share, and yes, my friends, it does revolve around money. Money itself is not evil. The love, the avarice of money is certainly a problem. It's, it's the root of evil. But I'm going to contend that we need principle-centered business owners Principle and values-centered board members and entrepreneurs and think tank operators leading our nation, guiding our nation, moving us closer to an outcome we desire than the one we're moving toward presently. It is, again, all about strategic influence in the right places at the right times. Can I just tell you, it does not take a rocket scientist to see why our world is in such a mess. It's just a matter of influence. Influence really does matter. Let me say it this way. There is always influence being asserted in all seven areas. Again, the question is, who is asserting influence? Who is setting the agenda? Who is shaping the culture? Who is bringing their power to bear on how something turns out. That is influence. Can I share with you the absence of godly, principle-centered leadership and influence will always leave a vacuum. And that vacuum will always be filled by someone or something. I want, to, I want you to get that. When I choose not to step into my place of influence, when I choose not to engage my potential and my, my calling, my, my strategic purpose in this life, when I choose to just let somebody else handle that, I am creating a vacuum, and that vacuum is going to be filled, and I don't have a choice as to who steps up and fills that. And if I'm not careful, the people that have the strongest will toward Influencing culture will step into those places of, of leadership and influence, and they will, as they have been for many years now, begin to completely transform a culture, transform a nation, and completely change multiple generations to come. Here's what I've seen happen. See, I believe there are thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands, of incredible, high-caliber, high-potential principle-centered leaders and influencers out there. But it really is my belief that many of us have been missing in action. We have, we have stepped away from the battlefield. We've stepped away from the game. We've become spectators in this game of leadership and influence. We're, we're on the sidelines. We're not on the field playing. We're not, we're not taking our hits. We're not asserting our leadership. We've allowed others' permission to rise to prominence, to set policies, to shape cultures, to lead in business, and frankly, to control the finances. We have quite literally 
abdicated our leadership responsibilities in the world. And in our place, others have had their way for decades. For those of you who are Christians, I want to challenge you right now. There's a a classic scripture that has been used thousands upon thousands of times to, to advocate for the idea that we don't need to engage in these areas. It's not our place to, to deal with government or education or arts and entertainment. We're, we're not supposed to be a part of all that because the Bible does say, after all, that we're supposed to separate ourselves from them, come out from among all those people, and we're supposed to just be isolated over here on this little religion deal. Well, I'd like to ask you a question. How do you reconcile that concept and that idea with Jesus' command that we are being sent into darkness as light, that we are going into a place where there are absolutely wolves? We are sheep, but we're sent in the midst of wolves. How do you reconcile the, the, the great command, go ye therefore into all the world? It's a very difficult thing to reconcile one idea with these other ones. And I I will tell you, I don't believe the two are contradictory. But yet so many people on the religion mountain, the religion uh, sphere of influence, have advocated for this idea of we're just going to give all that to them and we're going to come over here and we're going to do the church deal. I'm telling you, all you have to do is look around and you can see that that strategy has failed. So what I'm passionate about and what I am, I'm sure you can hear it in my voice today. What is the big deal about influence, Brian? I tell you what the big deal is. The big deal is that America and other phenomenal, beautiful countries around the world are in desperate need of great leadership, strong influencers, men and women of character and strength who are willing to stand up, take our place, assert our authority, our expertise, the wisdom we've been given by God, the experiences we have in life, bring those things to the marketplace, bring those things to the classrooms, bring those things to the halls of government offices and make a huge difference. My dear friends, the very problems that you complain about and grieve over are the same problems that you are most likely called to and capable of solving. Choice is yours. You can be a spectator and a pawn, or you can be a leader and exercise tremendous influence in the world around you. You just have to choose whether or not you're going to get in the game. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Strategic Living Podcast. We trust this program has been a valuable resource and has challenged you to take your life and leadership to the next level. We invite you to join our growing community of strategic influencers by connecting with us at brianholmes.com. As always, if this podcast and our other resources have benefited you, be sure to share them and pass it on. Until next time, may God bless you immensely. And remember... You are created for greatness.